Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. This week we are in the Northland again, north of the river, on location at the Argosy Casino. That's right, we're eating tacos and slinging some dice this week on T3. Is that the proper term, Chris? I was slinging dice earlier, yes. <laughs> I think you, you roll the dice. You roll the dice. Yeah. You sling. You can toss dice. Toss them. You blow on the dice. You could sling them if you want, but I'm not sure that's appropriate terminology. Right. The Argosy Casino, located at 777 Northwest Argosy Parkway in KCMO, is where we are originating from this week. I've never been a big gambler or gamer. I am terrible at gambling. I did play some slots this morning and did really bad. I did really well at first, and then I did really bad, which usually that's the whole gambling trajectory, right? Yes. You get up, you get excited, and then you lose your shirt. That's exactly what happened to me in the slots on the Monty Python and Playboy slot machines. <laughs> I'm good at picking NFL games, and I'm good at fantasy football, but other than that, I'm no bueno with the games of chance. It's long been a dream of mine to be good at gambling, to be able to get a hot pair of dice or be able to get that slot machine to spill out the golden tokens. I often dream of being a big-time gambler, wearing a white linen suit with my hair slicked back, <laughs> Ray-Bans on, a lady on each arm, eating tacos, plates and plates of tacos at the casino, trying very hard not to get bits of those tacos onto my white linen suit. I hope that we can make that dream come true here today at the Argosy Casino. I understand they're doing a big car giveaway today. Hopefully that car is full of tacos when you win it. Otherwise, I'm not interested. The contest is you have to, they bring out a taco and five people put their hands on the taco and the last person to take their hand off the taco wins the car. Is that how it goes? Oh man, that would be torture. Yeah, because you would just want to eat the taco. Yeah, and then by the time... I mean, that taco is going to get crushed. Lots of sweat. If it's a hard shell. Could be a hard shell, yeah. Though, yeah. Like I said before, I've never had a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my eyebrow technician tells me that I can taco about it. Today, we are on location from another great Kansas City taco joint. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, sling some dice, which isn't their proper terminology and most importantly share some tacos welcome to taco the town let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week This week's taco destination is The Lucky Taco, one of the best taco restaurant names I've heard in recent years. Located inside the Argosy Casino in the Northland at 777 Northwest Argosy Casino Parkway, Riverside, Missouri, 64150. Riverside is kind of like the Atlantic City of Kansas City, wouldn't you say, Chris? Absolutely. I, I get that, that vibe. The AC of KC. <laughs> That's what, they, that's what they say on the commercials, I think. <laughs> the Lucky Taco is the Argosy's newest restaurant, opened in the fall of 2016, featuring a fiesta of fresh flavors, street tacos, top tequilas, and an all-you-can-eat salsa bar. Closed on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, not open on Taco Tuesday. That is a bold strategy. 
wouldn't you say? Bucking the trend. You know what? It takes a someone with a lot of guts to do that. Like they, they have a lot of confidence in their brand because they don't have to milk some sort of gimmick like Taco Tuesday. Yeah. They can they're open half the week and they still stay open. That's how good it is here. Right. They're gonna make Taco Wednesday and Taco Thursday special for everyone. Plus you get sued if you do Taco Tuesday because yeah. someone has trademarked the term. So they're just like, forget it, we won't even be open. We don't want to deal with that <laughs> legal hassle. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, open 11.30 to 9 p.m. every other day. What they could make in taco gimmick fees, they would lose in legal fees. So they've, they're coming out net positive on the transaction. Yeah. I'm all for everyone just do, making their own taco day, special taco day. Yeah, the fact that somebody tried to took Tuesday essentially took it away from us. Now it's not you, right. Now people that don't like tacos feel kind of pressured into eating tacos on Taco Tuesday when it shouldn't be something you should be pressured to eat unless you're like me. I love eating tacos on Taco <laughs> Tuesday, but if you're a taco hater, I'm, I bet that's a really uncomfortable day when everyone's talking about Taco Tuesday at work that day. There's probably people who get up and just just fight to get through the day on Tuesdays without having a taco. Yeah. I feel, hey, this is a shout out to those people that have Taco Tuesday anxiety. We're thinking about you. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> get some help and get to the like Don't face tacos. it alone. <laughs> the Lucky Taco features made from scratch authentic Mexican recipes, street tacos, and a complimentary made fresh daily chips and salsa bar. I think I already said that. The recipes are handcrafted from the freshest ingredients, many of which are locally sourced to create traditional selections alongside exciting and innovative new items. You spoke and they listened. The Lucky Taco now offers build-your-own combo platters as well as vegetarian and gluten-free options. Quench your thirst in the preferred mixed drink of Mexico with one of their house or specialty margaritas. If I was a big-time rambler and gambler, I think I would live here at the Argosy and have the Lucky Taco send tacos up to my room. Room service tacos for every meal. I wouldn't even gamble. I would just sit in my room looking out the window in a robe eating tacos. I see that future for myself, and I love it. My special co-host this week is executive producer Chris Garibaldi. You've heard him already. Chris, you're a man who has been known to drop some money in Vegas casinos. You dropped some money this morning here at the Argus. I might as well have dropped it because it's gone now. <laughs> so what, what happened? You, you were up a couple hundred and then on the craps table, and then what happened? So I was thinking through our day, and I don't think... I had as bad of a day as I thought because if you think about it, we got $500 out this morning. I gave you 100 to play slot machines. You patted me on the head and said, go over to those slot machines, there you go, son. son. <laughs> and then I took 100 as per the tradition that I was taught by a friend of mine who passed away last year. I took 100 and put it on black on roulette. That was the fastest disappearing. And I lost, off. yeah. Immediately <laughs> lost, was red. And you know, usually, she's usually shining, smiling down on me, and every time I win, because, but she obviously, you know, that's usually in Vegas. She wasn't looking at Kansas City today, I guess, right. from the she, heavens. She smiles down on Vegas, not KC. Right. She's like, what are you doing at ACKC when you could be <laughs> at the Delano? So, anyway, I uh, lost. So, we started out, I started out 200 down, and I have 200 in my wallet. So, you know, I didn't. I, I lost, we lost collectively 300 bucks. Not bad. I got pretty up high on blackjack and then I started getting bold with my bets as I do and lost a lot. And then I got up on craps and then got bold with the bets and lost as well. I was impressed with your uh, dice tossing strategy. A couple of the times the dice flew off the table, which is that what happens when that happens? Do they get mad at you? 
No, what they do is they have to change out the dice. The, but the, uh, I do have a strategy where <laughs> I pick the I put the fours up on top, and then I grab the dice and I flick it with my wrist. And I like the dice to go really high, and I like to get them to where the people who are standing at the edge of the table think the dice are going to hit them in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was and cool. And then they drop straight down <laughs> right on the wall. I love that move. I like that. It's kind of like brushing somebody back in right. baseball. Yeah, you intimidated those other players. Yeah, if they're going to yeah. try and lean in on my table, I'm going to brush them back. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's meet this week's guest. got three guests lined up here to taste some tacos here our first guest she is the executive director for the riverside chamber of commerce she plans multiple community events throughout the year with a huge music and art showcase that will be coming up in june 2019 that will highlight local artists in the kansas city area she also assists various nonprofits in the kansas city area by helping them gain exposure and connections she loves tacos margaritas and dancing especially all together she was recently featured in a music video I directed for the Sun Eaters, dancing, but not eating tacos. But I was drinking. But you were drinking. Yeah. Dancing, drinking, yes. swimming, jumping. Swimming, dancing, drinking. <laughs> there should have been tacos. Why weren't there tacos? There were uh, chips there, and there, burgers. There were chips and burgers. Yeah. There should have been tacos. Ta we had a discussion <laughs> on the show before about tacos just being, they don't last very well. They, they'll melt in the sun. It was a hot day. Yes. We didn't yeah, want the tacos to melt. So. Right. Welcome to Taco the Town, April Roberson. Thank you. I'm excited to be here to drink margaritas and eat some tacos. And Thanks for setting this up. Since you were the Riverside Chamber of Commerce, you recommended us come to Riverside yes. to eat at the Lucky Taco. Yes. So I spend a lot of time in Argosy Casino. They have members on our board and we do our luncheons here monthly. And I feel like I'm here all the time. Christmas parties. We do all kinds of stuff at Argosy. They're great supporters of the city and of the chamber. They're just fun people and fun place to be. I personally don't gamble, but I have played a dollar in the slot machines one time i lost so that's Dang. why i don't gamble <laughs> would you agree with the fact that riverside is the atlantic city of kansas city i think it is yeah i think it is definitely how many casinos are up here uh four three I think, I think four four i i only know argosy that's the only place yeah. i go yeah so. <laughs> i mean those other places they don't even have um, any tacos at those other places yeah, yeah. Let's meet our other two guests. He grew up on a sheep ranch in the Flint Hills of Kansas. <laughs> Having to navigate his own way through the educational system, he has a success story of alternative or al al alterna alternative education. Can you help him with that word? I can read. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> he has a bachelor's in sculpture and creative writing from the Kansas City Art Institute and a 10 years experience designing and implementing outdoor education and healthy living systems and programs. Since 2017, he has been the head of the Healthy Living Department and sees that program as a stepping stone for the youth at Cornerstones of Care. He sees obstacles as opportunities and potential in everyone and in every taco. Welcome to Taco mm -hmm. the Town, Theo Bunch. Thanks. Thanks for having me come and eat tacos. No problem. So you grew up in the Flint Hills? I love the Flint Hills. Yeah, they're gorgeous. So I grew up, um, if you got I-24 heading into Manhattan, Kansas, there's this little town that's basically a trailer park and a church uh, called St. <laughs> George, Kansas. And so my, my parents raised me on a sheep farm. Uh, and the alternative education, I mean, that's just code for I was homeschooled most of my okay. life. <laughs> 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 the, uh, I was very ADHD. Um, 
the, when I when I was in public school, they never knew if I was gifted or special or you know <laughs> however you want to put, put whatever term on it. But uh, usually it involved medication. They had some recommendation on some pill they wanted to put me on. So my parents said, "Screw it, uh, we're just going to teach them." Uh, in our in our little farmhouse and, and that was uh, that was it so right now i work with a lot of youth here in kansas city where alternative education or or new ways or new modalities of learning is uh is a big part of what can help them reach success uh mainly i work with foster care youth cornerstones of care we we work very heavily with the children's welfare division and our our mission is the health and safety of youth and families throughout this city and a lot of other communities so my kids, I mean, when I'm working with them, it feels a lot like, you know, little little Theo, or I was TJ back in the day. TJ? So little, little TJ, TJ on the sheep ranch. Oh, you should have told me that. Oh, no. <laughs> without, without a meeting in the bio, little TJ on the sheep ranch. But, uh, you know, it, it, it just kind of trying to trying to figure it out and not quite fitting and, and all the struggles that come with that. So on these farm sites, these outdoor education centers that we run, uh, I see youth that are struggling in school, struggling in communities, and they're... Uh, we give them the tools and we give them the space to really rock it and they do not let us down. I mean, I got youth building building sheds, building fences, growing food, cooking food. I mean, you go out there and you can really see them kind of come into their own. So, You still get out there a lot? Out oh, of the Flint Hills? Yeah. I go probably at this point once a year. I spend... Uh, Say so at this point, a lot of my family's up in the up north, so like Duluth, Minnesota, oh, okay. and the the Upper Peninsula, of Michigan. So I probably spend more time running around the woods up there. But uh, yeah, they sold the sheep ranch, man. Oh, it's that, man. Yeah, I know. Is it true they used to have camels out there? They did have camels. Yeah, there That's was crazy. there were camels, and there was a bison uh, bison ranch right next to the sheep ranch where I grew up. So bison, camels, cool. like uh, llamas, alpacas. I mean, it, it's amazing what comes out of Kansas that you wouldn't really expect. <laughs> we filmed a movie out there camels. when I was in college. We filmed a, because uh, we needed a place that looked like the highlands of Scotland. So we shot out in the Flint Hills and it looked amazing. <laughs> That's probably why there's so many Scottish people. Yeah, that makes sense now. It looks, it looks really good. Oh, the movie gorgeous. was a ripoff. Yeah. It was a parody of Braveheart. It was called Strong Crotch. <laughs> Uh, is this the where we can watch it? You know, I can get you a VHS copy of it. Yeah, yeah. We, we can it. sit around the TV, eat tacos, <laughs> and watch yeah. str- yeah. Strong Crotch. Strong Crotch. Yeah. We shot in, what's that little, um, was it Pillsbury's uh, Landing? Pillsbury's Crossing? Pillsbury? Oh, Pillsbury's it, it, Crossing. Spillway. Is it the, the spillway? Closer where they find to all the dinosaur bones? Yeah, Close to yeah, 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 yeah. We shot it there, yeah. the little water fountain. Or yeah, water, yeah, there's uh, a waterfall. Waterfall, yeah, yeah. The, the dam and the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fishing. <laughs> You're right by the dam. The fish are all confused when they get shot out, so it's easy <laughs> catching. <laughs> Let's oh. meet our third guest on the episode today. He is one of Kansas City's most beloved musicians, singer, songwriter, harpist. He's a treat for your ears and your eyes. Following his knockout performances at the Record Bar, the Kaufman Center, and most recently the Gem Theater, he has invested in creating spaces where decadence, beauty, and love are celebrated. Inspired by Selena Tio's work over the course of four months, he will be performing a series of compositions for the first and only time at the Savor the Sound event on January 5th, 2019. Welcome to Taco the Town, Calvin Arsenia. Hello, how are you? Great, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell me about the Savor the Sound. What's that event all Savor about? Savor the Sound is in connection and support of the programs that Theo runs at, at Cornerstones of Care and the Healthy Living Program. And I am a huge fan of food. 
obviously tacos as well. And Selena Tio is as well. And she is a, a, a world-renowned chef who is based and chosen to, to have Kansas City be her home base. And we wanted to see what could happen when two people who are passionate about what they do uh, and in a specific art form could collaborate together in benefit of, of something that is happening here in Kansas City, is something that really affects our society, something that affects our neighborhoods. Um, how can we give back doing the thing that we do best. So I, I run events, I, I conceptualize events kind of for a living and try to make people feel like a million bucks. And I think that Selena is along those same lines, you know, that when you eat something, the eating with people and eating the food, it's a very spiritual experience. And I believe it. That's what we try to do here at Taco the Town. Yeah. Bring people together with tacos. Yeah, absolutely. And in in the collision of that, the, the offspray be something that is benefiting people who, who need help. And so um, this event is really, really exciting for me because I love to, I love the ethereal nature of music, how it happens and then it's gone. Um, and, and so when I get to present music for a particular room with a particular uh, audience and, and, and I have um, all those kind of factors in mind, producing and composing and, and delivering music in that space is very exciting to me um, because it'll happen one time and then it'll never happen again. And all we have is the memories. All we have is, the, is, the, is that shared common time together as the relic of that experience. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing uh, how people respond and what beauty that will ensue in that time. If you haven't ever listened to Calvin or seen Calvin perform, we've had him at a couple of events. Or at, uh, we just had him recently at a music event, and I've actually had the privilege of listening to him before, which I did not realize until recently. So I had gone to a Quixotic performance, and you did the rendition of Radiohead's Mm -hmm. Plastic Trees, yeah. that was the most moving. Uh, I just sat there transfixed. Mm. And, it, and the dancers were wonderful. They were beautiful. But your your music is what had me just floored. Mm. And I just, I would start searching. I was like, oh, I want to, is, is he anywhere on YouTube or anything? I just want that <laughs> song again. But um, you really do transport people to this place of, I don't know, peace, enlightenment. I don't know. There's just something that your sound does, and mm. he's a treat to listen to. If you ever get the chance, don't pass it mm. up. Thank you so much. We'll You're have welcome. to go. You know, I, I, there's a theme to our guest today that I didn't realize was going to emerge, is that I have a tremendous amount of appreciation for all of you. And for the two of you, I uh, spent a summer being a teaching parent at a group home. And what you learn when you do that is that there's a lot of children who are lost in the system. And yeah. actually, you get two types of kids, kids that have a criminal background, mostly because they, you know, that's, that was their way to be able to make their way. And then kids who were severely neglected by their parents. And when you put those two groups of kids together, they all kind of have become having a, a criminal background. So these kids get further and further away from getting better. And the, the best you can do is try to have an impact on them locally and personally. So I appreciate all the work you're doing because that's the way to try and help people is to, is to really just do it directly one-to-one. -one. So uh, you guys are having a direct impact on the community. I, I thank I you. absolutely agree. That, and, that's, and with these kids, so what I keep finding, and it, it, just, it just comes up again and again and again, is I have these youth and they have a lot of labels on them and a lot of neglect and a lot of trauma history and they in what I when I talk to other adults when I talk to there's a lot of folks that um, they pity them or they don't have a lot of faith that these these kids are going to be able to stand up to challenges and make something of themselves and it's total bullshit right. uh, these youth 
Uh, there's your censorship rating, right? <laughs> yeah, thanks. We appreciate that. Bullshit. Now, we, yeah. now we can put Can't it false advertise. Yeah, right? But uh, but these 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 youth, time and time again, when we put them in a community where people are actually supporting them, when people actually invest in them, and we give them the opportunity to build something, to become something, and we can show them how that is going to be a future for them, right? How this is a way that they can be part of society, they can be respected, they can make a living for themselves, they rise to it. And at this point, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of youth over, uh, I've been with Cornerstones of Care doing the, the farm sites there for about seven years now. So hundreds and hundreds of youth and the number of kids that have rallied to the expectations and have you know, become uh, carpenters and chefs and have built those farm sites and have cooked incredible meals for people and, and brought food home to their families. When you put that challenge in front of them, you say, you get it, they get it. I mean, they, they really do have a place in Kansas City if Kansas City is willing to give them a chance and embrace them. And this fundraiser, what's really cool, so Calvin Arsenio and Selena Tio, John Baker and all these other artists that are involved, they, they've come out to the farm sites, they, they've engaged with our kids, they're donating 100% of their time. I mean, every dollar raised from Savor the Sound is going to go 100% to the program and to these youth. And if anybody comes out to those farm sites, you will see what those kids are capable of and what they can make, because it is built by them. It's yeah. funny so. that you say that, Chris, because um, Theo and I actually met, what, like last January. And so him and I had met, and I heard him, you know, give his speech about what they do and what their purpose is. And, and I was on my own at 16. And when he was talking about these kids learning a trade or a skill or being taught just how to do their own laundry or cook for themselves, really called out to me because I was on my own at 16, and not a lot of 16-year-olds know how to do all that stuff for themselves. So I thought that that was so essential and such an important thing because a lot of these kids, they don't end up in a foster home. They don't end up adopted or anything and they end up on their own outside of these centers not knowing how to do these things if they're never taught by anybody so him and I became great friends and we've there's been so many ways I've been able to incorporate cornerstones of care and other events that we have done so like recently for our Halloween event we um, made a donation to cornerstones and care in exchange their kids built some um, carnival fronts for us and they did an amazing job and then the expressive therapist uh, worked with their arts their kids and created some art projects some uh, props for the halloween uh, haunted trail so there's i'm so excited that i get to have all this opportunity to involve them and let those kids show off their talents and you know just incorporate them in things we're doing and give them exposure in the community so and then uh, the Riverside Chamber has just decided to sponsor their Savor the Sound event. That's get awesome. To be a part of that. Where can people get tickets to the uh, Savor the Sound? Is there something set up to that yet? So if you go to savorthesound.com, that is where we're selling tickets. You can also find out a lot of information about the event. So all of the artists and players and, and people that are in, are involved, and then uh, more information about the program that it's supporting. So the Healthy Living Program at Cornerstones of Care but savorthesound.com. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate you doing that. Every kid I came across in that group home was, you know, regardless of how they got there, their background was a tremendous human being and really just needed to be loved and nurtured and appreciate you providing that support. Now, Calvin, is it true that you brought your harp with you today to play some music while we are eating the tacos? That is false. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. my fault, though. I had a bunch of stones in the back of my truck, so we couldn't put the harp. <laughs> All right. But I would love to play for you anytime. All right, all right. Next, next show we have next you show, on. Next show. You can prepare your own taco song. All right, so we're here at the Lucky Taco. I want to know what everyone's taco history story is. Did you grow up eating tacos? What's your uh, first memory of eating tacos? Favorite taco memory? April, would you like to go first? Oh. 
Yes, I grew I grew up eating tacos. You're telling me you love all Mexican food. I love though, right? all Mexican food. I really do. I I eat it all. I cook it all. How often would you say you eat tacos? A oh, week? seriously? Twice, um, three times. Between cooking and eating out, yeah, probably at least twice a week. All Mexican food, that's pretty heavy on my my dinner list. Theo, what's your personal taco history? Uh, well, my dad was a Texan, uh, and my grandparents were Texan. What part of Texas? Uh, he was from San Antonio, Texas. There you uh, go. And then we had some family in Houston, Texas. So I used to go down there a lot as a kid, and that's just great Mexican food. I mean, it makes sense, right? So, and I love tacos. I like puffy tacos. I like crunchy tacos. Uh, but I think my favorite is fish tacos. I'm a real Ooh. sucker for a good fish taco. Okay. Me too. Uh, I like fish tacos. Calvin? I grew up in a middle-class family home. Both my parents worked and oftentimes um, it was me and my two brothers and so we had tacos at least once a week ground beef crunchy crunchy shell I think it was around the time I was in middle school that I discovered Taco Bell for the first time. Right. And I, when I transitioned, I made the leap, and, I, and I'm kind of a softie now. I'm, I'm into soft tacos. Recently, I've discovered a couple of places because I also have transitioned out of eating land animals. I prefer fish tacos and shrimp tacos as well. There's a couple of places here in Kansas City that I, that I love to get vegetarian tacos at. Uh, one is Unforked, and I really loved their their crispy avocado taco. That was very which good. Is I've had that before. So yeah. yummy. I loved their a mushroom taco there as well with the pickled onions on top. Delicious. And there's also the Buena Terra at Taco Republic, which is um, uh, hearts of palm battered and deep fried. That's also delicious. So those are my two recommendations, and, and Kansas City loves of tacos there. It's funny, oh, yeah. when you say Taco Bell, so I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and what was big there is Taco Bueno. Yeah. And when I moved here, I was like, there's no Taco Bueno. Where? <laughs> no Taco Bell. Taco Bueno. And then, what, like five years ago or something, they had a Taco Bueno, and it closed down. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to have ago. a Taco Bueno story in the Taco oh. Ticker segment coming up that it's going to okay. probably break your heart. Oh, oh no. So. Darn. It's funny you I should bring that up. I used to get the up. Mexi dip and chips when I was growing up. It's very my good. favorite thing ever. <laughs> taco Bueno has a taco on the menu called the Party Taco. Uh-huh. And that's like the perfect name for a taco, in my opinion. Yes. Wouldn't you say, Chris? <laughs> We've been having a week of party, Dave, as many as, as many people know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. My entire now. family is gone this week. So I've got nine straight days without a family. So Dave and I have dubbed it Party Week. We started a band called Party Train. <laughs> and Every I wrote one of our songs as a has the name party in the title right i wrote a song that said i like to party <laughs> and then you wrote a song called ice cream party ice cream party and then <laughs> it goes ice cream party you scream party but then it's spelled ice cream party <laughs> right yeah and then i wrote a song please allow me to introduce myself i'm mr party that's a good one yeah <laughs> yeah see so. i think i should hang out with you guys more <laughs> you can i play on the fun. can i play on the record yeah yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> For we sure. could use harp but do you know Ruth Acuff? I do. Okay, yeah, she's a renowned harpist, and she's related to Roy Acuff. Yes, she is. They were in a band that opened for us at uh, the Midwest Music Video Festival in Columbia. So yeah, very awesome. She's so person, lovely. incredibly talented. I think and she's um she's getting ready to move to New York City. So right, her uh, husband just got a job as a luthier, yeah. maybe if yep. I'm correct. Yep. The harpist small community world. is quite small. So we're here at the casino today. Does anybody have any amazing gambling or casino stories? April, you said you are not a big gambler. Your husband's no. a gambler. Yes. Do you husband. have any made any like good Vegas stories? Any Northland I mean, casino stories? What's the most amount of money your husband has lost? 
in in one sitting. You, know what? you are so not. My husband is a professional sports gambler. Oh, sport! Hey, sports! Yeah, yeah. you me should and, do me that, and Chris are too. Yeah. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Did he have money on the Las Vegas Knights to win the? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm probably. <laughs> uh, he loves the Las Vegas Knights. We're all huge. Las Vegas Knights nice fans, fans now, all right. So, yeah, and we're, we're my son already. He got a Las Vegas Raiders sweatshirt no way. last they year. Have those already? Last year already. Cool. Yeah. So my ten year old is walking around in that. I don't know that he has even ever told me. He's never lost. The most, well, no wonder it's his career. You can't have. You can't ever not have losses. It's no different than being an entrepreneur and starting a business up. You know, you're going to have losses, but it's just. As long as you have more positives and <laughs> more wins than you do losses, right? And God but, bless him for that. Yeah, That's no, great. he's never really shared with me. I've never really asked. We have money at the end of the month, so. It's <laughs> good. That's always good. <laughs> That's a positive, right? As long as we have money. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how he gets it. Every yeah, once yeah. in a while, he's I out digging a questions. hole in the backyard. You know, Sometimes you just like, like turn I'm the, the other way. Mob guy, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any good uh, gambling or casino? Stories. I have a great one. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah, Ooh. this is my first time being in a casino. <laughs> Did you walk around? <laughs> Did you go into the? Uh, You've the, never been to the Vegas. Room with all the machines. No. Oh, I feel like we need to go to Vegas. I've never been west of Denver. Ooh. Wait, no, no, no. I've been to Col- Col- okay. California, but that's kind of a different situation. You know what? Like, though I was telling the Theo two. that we all need to go to Vegas together, so we need a Vegas trip. This sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. That sounds like a lot of fun. Dangerous Come on. And delicious. <laughs> can we do it? Can we do a talk of the town in Vegas? Uh, yeah. We'll all go to Vegas. Isn't there like a famous taco place in? Well, Vegas? there's Javier's. Javier's. I don't know. There's probably other ones, but Javier's is amazing. Okay. It's, it's originally from Mexico. Yeah, we want to so, branch out to different yeah. cities. So, yeah, let's yeah. do it. We'll go to the Knights game. We'll yeah. get Javier's. There you go. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the good life. Travel America and eat tacos. <laughs> Actually, we could all get game. massages. <laughs> we could all get massages at the Delano. There's a woman at the Delano who used to work for the NFL, and she stopped she won't give me details but she's like i stopped giving massages to nfl football players <laughs> i don't know why but like this is a place you go in vegas to get massages yeah the delano <laughs> hotel spa <laughs> <laughs> no this is very class this it's one's on the up and up massage. she's a pro sports she's a pro massage, yeah. and it's the yeah. most painful massage you'll ever have in your life but then like it actually works so for like the weeks that come you feel Tremendously better, but it is agonizing experience in the moment. <laughs> you go to Vegas and um, for work a lot, Chris, and you once saw Maroon Five play like a work party you were at, right? <laughs> yes, back when oh, Maroon cool. Five was like on their kind of on the down slope of their career before uh, they got big again, right? Yeah, there was a period in my life <clears throat> about for about five years where I didn't listen to any music, and I very oh, rarely wow. listened to the radio and. In that time, I guess Maroon 5 got really big. <laughs> and they had some album, it was kind of like a Greatest Hits album, where every song on it was a hit. But then they they became somewhat obscure, or their time had passed. This was pre-moves like Jagger, but post-whatever <laughs> their... The voice. It's, oh, no. Whatever their first Yeah, whatever their was. thing was. So then I, I went to this show, which was at a pool out back at the, of the Delano, this friend of mine says, you'll know, you'll know this band. I'm like, I've never heard this band before in my life. And they played all these songs. I'm like, oh, I do recognize every one of these songs from like <laughs> elevators and like restaurants <laughs> and whatnot. They were pretty good. They're actually, the thing I think not a lot of people know about them is they're pretty, pretty 
great guitarists. Chris, do you have any Vegas pointers for people or any gambling tips or information you can share with our listeners and guests about being a high roller in Vegas? Uh, well, I'm not a high roller, oh, okay, I, okay. but but I, I would say... <laughs> You've seen them. The only, the only time I've ever really won effectively is when I've bet erratically. <laughs> and, and what that tells you is that gambling, for the most part, is completely random. And there's really no way to win. So the only time I ever do win is when, or it's rigged. And when you bet erratically, they can't tell what you're trying to right. do. And you're sort of getting over on them. Or just go in, act like you got all the money to lose, and act like you're not afraid to lose it. <laughs> right. Well, that I think is dangerous, too. I just think it's like I start, you know, you bet five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, and right. you throw 50 up there. You win a hand, and then you start betting five again. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why aren't you putting 50 up every time? I don't know. That's my only tip. Bet erratically. And to go to the massage therapist. Go to the, the massage Del therapist at the Delano. <laughs> Trust me, it is on the up and up. This is not <laughs> This is not an irreputable establishment. It's a, it's a good place. I would highly recommend people go to the Neon Museum, which is all the old junked neon signs. Oh. The Neon Museum is where they take all the old signs that they've blown up the casino. Oh. And they have it all artfully arranged in this back lot, this gravel yeah. back lot. It's so I've seen cool. Pictures of that. Really, really yeah. cool. So here's the time of the show called the Taco Ticker. This is when we check the taco news stories of the week. What do you say we check the taco ticker? Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Taco ticker story number one. In Las Cruces, New Mexico, they are putting on a 70s reunion party, which features music from Motown, Soul, and Disco. It's going to be at the Las Cruces Convention Center on Saturday, November 24th. It will feature Grammy Award-winning Hazel Payne of A Taste of Honey. Chris, are you familiar with that band? Very familiar, yeah. Award-winning vocal group Greg Austin's Magic of M-Town and more, and the band Second Wind. But one really cool thing about this 1970s reunion party is that there's going to be a taco bar at this party. That's a really good move, wouldn't you say? <laughs> of course. Every party should have a taco bar. It will also feature the bands Malo, Bueno, Tortilla Soup, <laughs> and notable casino act Chicago Tribute Authority, which sounds like a Chicago <laughs> tribute band. And also, Toto will be there. Oh. Oh. Wait, is, is the band Malo and Bueno two different bands or yeah, one band? Malo, Bueno, and Tortilla <laughs> Soup, which go great with the fact that there's going to be a taco bar at the, at the event. Because right. isn't Malo bad in Spanish and is. Bueno is good? Yeah. I wonder if they got the artist first or did the taco bar and said we should... You know, like, yeah, yeah, they, like, hey, well, hey, we have these artists, so we should have a taco bar. That's a great idea. Well, that's just all coincidence. Like, oh, cool, Maybe, that worked yeah. out. <laughs> the event is from 6.30 to 11 p.m. with the show and dance starting at 8 p.m. Many will bring their dancing shoes and dress in 70s style. There is a cash bar and a menu of 1970s cocktails and disco drinks like mm -hmm. the Harvey Wall Banger. Anyone ever had a Harvey Wall Banger before? No. My grandfather used to drink them in what the seventies. Yeah, my grandmother used to drink them. What is them. it? What's in it? I have no idea. <laughs> Come on. It's just one of those drinks that old people drank. <laughs> oh, it says here that the taco bar is only available for VIP guests. That's because very important people eat tacos. <laughs> right. Like they don't right. want any just regular people eating these tacos. <laughs> well, that sounds like a great event. Um, I hope they have a great time, and I hope all those bands 
put on great performances, and I hope everyone gets the tacos. So, Taco ticker story number two, April. This is the one I was telling you about. Mm. Taco Bueno, mm-hmm. taco franchise chain, is filing for bankruptcy. Oh. oh, wow. Taco Bueno, which originated in Abilene, Texas in 1967, filed for chapter really 11 bankruptcy. <laughs> bankruptcy announcement. <laughs> he left. Calvin left. He was so Calvin upset. took off. Oh, he, he, he went for so more mad. chips. Oh, he's getting more chips. <laughs> he's there, more hungry than yeah, upset. Yeah, no, he was a Taco Bell guy. Remember? There was an amazing <laughs> salsa chip bar here at the uh, Lucky Taco with tons of different salsas and lots of nice warm chips. It's really I will say I've moved variety. on from my fast food taco days. I am a taco snob now. So Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't, didn't even eat at Taco Bueno when it came back here? I, I A couple times. A couple times. But, you know. Now I just like the little, either the little hole in the wall places you're not expecting or, you know. You can always my, find a good taco have, there. Yeah. Well, now they're going advanced. bankrupt because you've turned your back I know. on them. I <laughs> failed Taco Bueno. Well, it says here, it says here that during, my fault. during the reconstruction process, Taco Bueno expects to continue operating restaurants across Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, and Missouri. There's only three locations left in Kansas City. Two in Kansas, one in, uh, in Missouri. But yeah, there used to be, when it popped up, there was about mm-hmm. 10 locations and right. they all kind of went out of business yeah, over the last couple of years. So what I'm curious about is you said that you liked their nachos growing up. I, I liked their Mexi dip and chips is what I got as a kid. And, and then I'd get a party taco. So I'd get a party taco and the Mexi dips and chips were just a big like a little styrofoam to go container with a bunch of chips, then a taco shell filled with cheese and a taco shell filled with beans. And it was like, for whatever reason, it was so simple, but it was like the best thing ever. Oh, and it had guac with it, too. And then I'd have my party taco and my Mexi dip and chips. Yeah, they have those enchilada platters that are yes. amazing, and they give you all those sides with it. It's not right. like Taco yeah. Bell where they only give you, like, No, yeah, sauce. you got, like, a full meal yeah. with it. Yeah, it was That's really what cool. I like about Taco Bueno yeah. is they give you, yeah. like, a full meal, and they put a lot of cheese on there, you know, a lot of toppings. You um, know, the cinnamon chips were amazing. My kids loved the cinnamon chips. I introduced them when Taco Bueno first came to Kansas City. I was like, you guys got to try cinnamon chips. And they would constantly be like, can we go talk about it and get cinnamon chips? <laughs> what was on the party taco? Party taco, you know, it's funny. It's called a party taco, and <laughs> there's nothing just, on it. It's just me and some cheese and, like, three tomatoes. You have to order every tomatoes. with that menu. That's, like, on the <laughs> dollar menu. Butters. I don't know. Or like, the less than a dollar menu. Right. It's, like, just a basic taco <laughs> yeah. just with cheese. No, even lettuce on there, maybe? No, I think it had, like, seriously, you could count, like... Three little diced tomatoes inside. <laughs> so there, it's not really a party in your mouth, but it's more just like I think it meant like yeah. it's just like a mini 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 taco. taco. So it's like you know, okay, party size. Okay. Well, I think as we've experienced this week, party is a state of mind. Right. Of right? course. Not, <laughs> totally. Like it really should. You should get nothing. You pay a dollar. It's just like an empty <laughs> tray, and you have to make the party. There was a party burrito too. Did you ever get yes, the party I did burrito? Get the party and it burrito. had nothing on it. Absolutely either. nothing on that party burrito. Beans and beans and a tortilla, soft so, tortilla. Yeah. I guess that's why this place is going out of business. <laughs> I had a I had a friend in college with him, Pete Bolt, and his theory is he didn't like to party with people who had to be entertained. He said he, he feared people that had to be entertained. He just you wanted people who could entertain themselves. No, right. seriously, that so that's that that's was a party thing, to yeah. him. It was a room full of people, people who all could, could entertain, entertain themselves. Yeah. That's I totally a, agree with that. I feel for that. Yeah, I like definitely. This philosophy. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, you don't want people showing up and saying, okay. Where's the party? I yeah. want them to bring Where's the party the to cream? me. Right? right. Yeah. Why isn't there lettuce? Why isn't there more <laughs> toppings for these tacos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only paying a dollar, but where's my lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you guys ever eat at Taco Bueno? Have you eaten at Taco Bueno? Theo I, I, and Calvin? I have seen a Taco Bueno. <laughs> I've seen a Taco, bueno. Taco Bueno. I will say one thing from not eating at Taco Bell is I've never had any stomach issues. What they don't tell you about Taco Bell is that it's also good for probiotics. <laughs> 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 Your stomach bacteria will be the strongest stomach bacteria in <laughs> Well, thanks for checking those taco ticker stories with me. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, folks. Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster Children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. So right now we're going to play a game called Town of the Taco. This is where I let you guys pick a Kansas City topic from the Kansas City Cup, and we'll discuss it and give our thoughts on this Kansas City topic. So you guys ready to play Town of the Taco? Yes. Yes. All right, let's do it. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. Did you tape KC on You know you can buy a mug that says KC on it? Man, the last two episodes, people have been really ripping my KC cup apart. (laughs) So if anyone's looking for Christmas present ideas... This this is the most redneck KC cup I've ever seen They really need a KC mug. Might just have to cancel this segment of the show. <laughs> People are really hating or hating on I the like Casey. It. You know it's what? Cute. Yes, no. It looks like you had a it's kindergarten scared. project and you had to make a Christmas present for your mother. Like it was cheaper to buy the the printout of the word Casey in the plain cup than it was to buy the cup with the Casey put on it. Starbucks cup. So I covered the Starbucks logo. <laughs> so oh. April, April, you want to go first? You want to grab one in there? April, what do you got there? Best sandwich spot. Ooh. What is the best sandwich spot in KC? Anybody got guys, a favorite sandwich? Have you guys ever eaten at Happy Gillis? Yes. Oh, yeah. Good no. Call. Yeah, good it's really good. Closed down for a minute, but now it's open. Mm-hmm. It's off... Um, Gillis? It's off Gillis, but like if you go down... It's in like Columbus Highway Park. Nine, if you go down the back, yeah, yeah. It's really good. I, I, stumb- I stumbled upon it. I like to do these things where I have downtown adventures, and I just go driving around downtown Kansas City for something to eat, and I just see what I come upon, and I stop there and eat there. <laughs> and I've found some pretty cool places that way, and Happy Ghost was one of them. Favorite sandwich? If I'm going to be quite frank, I was very surprised at this sandwich that I had at Wheat Neighborhood Table. And I got Where's their, that? Um, it's... At 18th and Wyandotte, I just ordered their regular grilled cheese, and it blew my mind. <laughs> nice. It blew my mind. The bread was artisanal and thick and buttery mm. and crispy on both sides, and the cheese was layered and gooey and flavorful, 
and I dipped it in this delicious green goddess soup, and I was in fucking heaven. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the way Calvin expresses and describes things. Like, oh my god, like, I want to go eat that grilled cheese right yeah, that, now. That made me hungry. Or, or, yeah, I really want that yeah. sandwich. Actually, <laughs> Chris, do you have a favorite sandwich in town? I do. It's the number one at the Italian deli in yeah. um, River Market. Yeah. Although I had one recently, and I actually get it hot. So you see, I order a number one hot it has meat on it though so i wouldn't recommend it cal but um but it's great the i recently had it wasn't wasn't so good but the guy that normally makes them was running the register versus working behind the counter have you ever there had you their cannolis yeah oh. really good i go there just for the cannolis oh i'm being handed the 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 redneck casey all right Here Theo. We go. <laughs> well, what do we got oh kcbbq all right uh, barbecue kansas city this this I think I I can say more about. Does anybody like barbecue? Uh, I mean, I heard Kansas it. City's no. got okay barbecue, <laughs> but they're do they have barbecue? Are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are barbecue places. There are a couple spots. Is there yeah. a barbecue taco? Where, where do you go for a barbecue? Yeah, taco? we did, we reviewed it on the show. Q thirty nine has a really good barbecue yeah. taco. Oh. I think Slaps has a really good. Really, barbecue taco. I do like Q thirty nine a lot. Yeah. That is, that is good barbecue. Um, What's everybody's favorite Kansas City barbecue spot? We'll just go down the line real quick here. All right, let's start with Calvin this time. Joe's Kansas City. Joe's KC. Okay. They have a, a vegetarian grilled mushroom Z-Man with the barbecue sauce, the pickle, and the onion ring on top, which is delicious. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a Gates guy. I like how uh, aggressive they are with me. I sort of like that, uh, uh, like, order your food, sit I love down, Gates take too. your beer. Yeah, that's and it's, and the food is, I mean, it's there. It's awesome. Um, it's just a good experience. And it's just a KC classic, man. Yep. Gates is, so that, that's that's usually where I take people is Gates. Because everyone wants to come and eat KC barbecue. Like, they come to KC, they're eating barbecue. Yeah, that's right. like the first thing they want to do. Sometimes when my family gets together, we get the presidential platter from Gates, which is like, <laughs> all the meats, all the bread, ribs, everything on this huge right. plate. The whole barn house and is it's present. Just, and it's yeah. covered. <laughs> the they wrap it in plastic. So none of it falls off the plate. <laughs> but the plates are paper plates. It's Ooh. great. It's the most delicious meal. April? I'd say Joe's. Joe's? Yeah, okay. that's what I like. Chris, you've, you, we, just, we just had this on a We've show. We've done this a yeah, lot. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll give props to Arthur Bryant's by 18th and Vine. It's... Mm. It's sort of what I would consider the original KC barbecue. And we just ate at LC's a couple of years ago, and we love oh, LC's. Oh, LC's yeah. is awesome. Yep. We have it's their really food good. trucks at events, and you just can't beat it. All right, Calvin, what's your KC Cup question or topic? Most underrated or hidden KC attraction? Ooh. That's a good one. Huh. Ooh. Yeah, think about that. I've got the best answer for this one. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it, Chris. We'll see if our guests hit it before I do. Okay. Underrated and underappreciated? Is that what it said? It said hidden, right? Um, underrated or hidden. I'm going to go with that toy and miniature museum. Oh, yeah. I think enough people that's hang out one. there. Yeah, that's a cool spot. There's also that hair museum in Independence. Steamboat Arabia is pretty cool. Have you ever been there in yeah, the city market? The, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of glass I mean, bottles. I don't know if I'd be like, that's the number one place in Kansas City to go to, but, you know. It's pretty cool. Sometimes I just like to get drunk Sometimes and go to Steamboat Arabia and just get wild. Yeah, there you go. That's the way just to do Steamboat Arabia. Just get messy up in that steam. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah. just let it go at the oh, Steamboat. The tacos are I actually arriving. think just getting drunk and going anywhere in Kansas City is probably <laughs> interesting. Uh, Theo? I, 
Uh, I, I, I'm thinking, man. I'm struggling with this, with the, the KC Cup full of questions. Um, oh, but you go to so many places. I know. I'm all over it. Well, and I think part of it is, so what I like about Kansas City is you there's such a good underground up. vibe of wild kind of artist happenings and gatherings and things where if you know the right people and you know who to talk to, you just end up in the wildest and craziest places. Yeah, there's a the lot. The best Calvin's place I went to was with you. My husband and I went with you to the dance place. Oh, oh yeah, that's so underground. But yeah, yeah, That yeah. was really cool. Like, I was not expecting that. And I walk in, I was like, what the heck? That's one where there's the projected videos. Yeah. Everybody's dancing what with the DJ. That? What was that called? So cool. It's like, um, okay. Well, first of all, I was convinced that he was leading us into, like, a vampire trap. Like, there's going to be a bunch of vampires. We're walking to, like, an old, what it looked like, vampire. an kind old, of a little vampiric. it looked like an old abandoned <laughs> church. And it was. There's all these, well, like, strobe lights yeah. going on. Been like, there, done that. I mean, us? how many times have you? Are we I mean, coming out alive? You're hanging out with friends, and you're like, right. oh, we're going to a hidden vampire and thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good night. I'm like, uh, I wasn't mad. I was like, I'm going to leave a vampire. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, right? that's immortality. <laughs> that's rocking. Yeah. Well, you got to drink a little blood. Are you watching forever? some True Blood? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, there's Volare Thieves of Flight, which was the venue. The church was Volare Thieves of Flight, and it's it's yes. an old uh, yes. Orthodox Russian church, I think, that got turned into an aerial performance art studio. That's cool. The lady owns it lives there. Right? Yeah, she lives like, there. Like, I yeah. can't imagine living in a Rachel, place like that. Rachel, I'm so blanking cool. on her. Uh, Ellis, I want to say. Rachel, Ellis. All right. Uh, did you have a hidden gem, Calvin? Mm-hmm. Please have it include vampires. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that hidden, but kind of hidden. It's Manifesto. It's a great little artisan bar underneath the Riga Hotel. It's a speakeasy by nature, but oh, I think cool. a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Every cocktail there, last time I was there, was $11, which seems like a lot to people who are from here. But when you go to places like New York or L.A., uh-huh. that's still a deal. Yeah. Um, and for what you're getting, it's amazing. I mean, they, they seriously work, work their asses off to make those cocktails really, really nice. Swordfish Tom's is another speakeasy situation that's delicious. There's the Tiki Bar, Tiki Cat, oh, um, yeah. which is kind of, yeah. kind of fun. I don't like... I don't like rum, but that's kind of a hidden gem. Well, and you won't find those cocktails. You can never recreate those. So right. they're worth every penny. Oh, no. And, and I'd say that's like, even someone who does, because I don't like rum either. In fact, I hate rum. Really? Oh, rum's rum. good. No, rum screwed me up in college. See, that's you me and Jen. That's that me and Jen. I hate Jen. I have a bad experience with Jen. You only drink the rum yeah, there? I'll drink the rum there. I can't say I'll drink gin anywhere, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and one, one more place that I think is really fun, actually maybe two, um, there's, there's El Pozo, which is this uh, new kind of seriously underground place. I'm not sure if I should be even talking about it, but if you know about it and hear about it, go there. And then uh, the Mockingbird Lounge in Strawberry Hill Ooh, is yeah. also a really unexpectedly, uh, really professional, really well done bar. And their menu, their food is also delicious there, too. I'm not sure if they have any tacos, but I do know that they have tamales. Yeah. One more shout-out. So we talked about Selena Tiu is one of the... But her place, The Belfry, you can get food from, you know, a chef who's mm-hmm. a James Beard chef for, what, 12 bucks? Like, Seriously? 15 bucks? Yeah, the food is... Wow. She has a limited menu, but, I mean, you're getting some insanely good food for a very cheap price. Yeah. It's never packed. It's always comfortable. The bar is damn good. Doug, the bartender, does an amazing job. Uh, but that's a place that's right near, like, the cigar box. Oh, and the cigar box is great. That's a oh, place yeah. with the heritage. Uh, that, that has Bump roots in KC. Some, yeah. some cool and unique Kansas City folks. U- unique's the, the right word, box. yeah. <laughs> Chris, what's your hidden gem? It's both underappreciated and hidden is the the World War One Museum underneath the Liberty Memorial. It's actually an awesome museum that very few people know about. So is really the, um, the, the African-American Baseball Hall of Fame. Place. Oh yeah, uh, Negro League Museum. Negro League Museum yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah, the World War One Museum just had the projection art this week. The poppies on it, which everyone had taken, took a million pictures of, but it looked amazing. And it had the video playing there. 
Yeah. They need to do that every year. That was really, really cool. Anybody have a chance to see you know that? I no, but you know what? The thing I love about Kansas City is no one people don't realize just how rich the culture is, how much you can do here, how much there is to offer, how what a great art scene they have. Like it's really a great place in the Midwest to be. Like it really is. Oh, there's a lot going on. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Screenland. Screenland on Armor Road in the Northland. That is the coolest little funky movie theater you can yeah. go to. Uh, so yeah, that place yeah, is great. We shot a music They've video. They've been on there. the show, actually. The Screenland owners were on top of the town. Oh, excellent. Yeah, they are. Oh, this is some I of the like coolest music videos. S- totally. They are. Uh, I, think, I think the coolest thing about the Ar- Screenland Armor is the music videos that we shot there, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the highlight, huh? <laughs> All right, well, thanks for checking the KC Cup. We've got these tacos here. What do you say we put these tacos to the test? Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, we've got these tacos here. We've got a lot of tacos here, a lot of different styles of taco. We even have an avocado shrimp dish that looks amazing. Everybody tell me what wow. what you're eating, what you're liking, uh, how these Lucky Taco tacos are tasting. I'm eating a chorizo right now. Chorizo? How's oh. that? It's really good. Very moist. I hate that word, though, yeah, by the way. Yeah, you just used the forbidden word. Moist. <laughs> um, it's very... Oh, so should I say wet? No. Because that doesn't sound like a good a description wet taco. of a it's taco. It's a good wet taco. <laughs> no, we've talked about um, wet tacos before. It's not taco. dry. Moist is fine. I'm fine with moist. <laughs> But I do like the tortilla. The corn tortilla is very good. Very, yeah, very good. we got mostly the street tacos. Yes. Do your fish tacos have a flour shell? Not corn. Ooh. Okay, but everybody else has corn corn shells. Yes. So, And uh, Theo, you have one of the fish tacos, right? I, I do, and I, I really love fish tacos. So, But fish tacos are hit or miss because, you know, you get the fish mm-hmm. tacos where it's not, it's not quite cooked in the center right. or it's, it's not the right balance. So it could be yeah. like it could be too uh, squishy. It feels like a weird word for it. It's a good chunk of fish. fish. It's a That's good chunk of fish. Fish tacos, um, the fish isn't the right size. Would you really say your about a four-inch fish taco? Yeah. But is your fish moist at all? It is. It is. It is moist. It is moist and flaky. It, 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 okay. it, 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 and that's it. You want a moist and flaky. You want right. both worlds yeah. in one bite. You want both in your mouth. Uh, and uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. This is this is a really solid fish taco. Uh, I could I could get behind this fish taco. I'm going to have to maybe not agree as much. Okay, really? here we go. Oh, I think that the the consistency of the batter is really really nice. The crunch of 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 the of the cod is really nice. But I think I'm I'm missing some brightness in the flavor in general, whether it be salt or or acid of some kind. Uh, I really like pickles and I like pickled things. And there's a coleslaw on top. That's um that I think could have been could have been flavored a little bit more to to complement the fish. Yeah, I could totally see that. See, I like I like creamy and fatty, so I guess I'm not too <laughs> not too off put by that. Yeah, but uh, but no, I, I think I'd, I'd be with you. A little little pickle pop would actually add to that a lot. This carne asada is pretty good. They really highly recommended the carne asada here. This is a this tastes like a delicious, authentic street taco. So I'll tell good. you, I was pretty biased coming in here. I felt like we were going to have Mexican food like you would have at a at an airport. Right? I thought that too yeah. the first time, yeah. and then when I. Blown away. Took the first taco. There's not much on these tacos. It's just the the seasoning of the meat mm-hmm. is fantastic, yeah. and they really like, you know, shame on me for being so biased. This is this food is really good for. Um, I like oh, the good. kick and the trezas, right? Yeah, the trezas nice. Yeah, the that's kick. why I love uh, good chorizo. Mm-hmm. I love it with really good that mm-hmm. kick to it. Um, hold the press. Hold the press. Um, I I just realized that I was given a, this sauce. <laughs> uh oh. Gotta have the sauce. I didn't, I didn't know, changer? but I, I'm realizing that you guys don't have the sauce. 
No. I have the special sauce. for fish tacos. Like for the fish taco. Oh. So, Theo, we have to do a redo? We do yeah. have to do a redo. Okay, one sec. One sec. Add some one of that division. sauce. We have to share that taco. I love this. We're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, Good so, attention to the show. We'll will will the fish taco redeem we'll itself? We'll <laughs> Two men, one taco. Via the sauce. <laughs> I'm going to add some of this uh, tomato and lettuce, which is not traditional to these street tacos, to these street tacos, just because it's there and it looks lonely. And I want to add it into this taco and make a bigger taco out of it. What kind of sauce is that for the fish taco? I think it's sour cream based. It's got a smokiness to it, so probably smoked paprika. It's not very spicy, but there is a there is a, a, a tart element to it, and that I think it's going to really help. Way more descriptive than I was expecting. That's awesome. <laughs> you have quite the palate. Would you call it a Southwest sauce? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now, do you think these fish came from the river right outside? Oh, totally. Yeah, they're fresh this morning. Fish. I hope they not. Out. They, had, they had somebody out there. I've seen them. I've seen the fishermen out there. There's a kid with yeah. a string. They go to the East <laughs> Young Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want a, a doctor's appointment right after. This chorizo has a nice kick to it. <laughs> really it? nice. Yeah, you the chorizo's fantastic. That's been my favorite. That was really good. Wow. Great chorizo tacos. Love that sting it has to it. Oh, I'd say that sauce adds a lot to that fish taco. Calvin's still still working on it. That is that is good. That is a good sauce. Has anybody tried the bean soup thing going on yet? Oh yeah, we got bean soup here. Anybody? Want? I will. I will That's called menudo, right? Is that correct? Small change is what menudo stands for. Yeah, no, try that. It's really good. Oh, that stuff. Small change in my mouth. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that soup's exceptional. That's really good. We have to review the rice too. We just have to review everything. Mm. Okay, I'm All back. Right, here I'm we back. go, Calvin. What we got? So this sauce makes this taco night and day. Absolutely, was was all of filled in all of the flavors that I needed to make that a satisfying experience. And I think had it come on the taco, it would have disrupted that cr that crispy texture. So I think they they made the right decision, and I take back my previous statement. So we're gonna say that your first review was user error. User error. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And so um, I'm sorry, Lucky Taco, if you're listening. <laughs> I made a mistake, and I, and I apologize. I hope you can forgive me. Has anybody had the avocado shrimp delicacy Yeah, it was yet? delicious. Was it? Really oh, good. Super good. Just get a forkful and go for Could it. Break off a chunk of that. I'll get it. Dive in. We're passing it to you. Just face first. Get that. So what it is is two halves of, of, of avocados laid on a bed of lettuce with mushrooms and cooked shrimp on top. And it's been sprinkled with bacon, which is not my personal preference. Avocado, shrimp, bacons, and mushrooms. So I you can't the, say I've ever had anything. Never, but like the that. warm avocado has a has a weight in my heart. Yeah. It's it's so like it's a, such a comforting consistency. This is called the Mazatlan, right? What's it called? Mazatlan. 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 Well, they have a room <laughs> called the Mazatlan, I think. So that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe after the room they have here. Oh, this is this is the. I think most entertaining podcast I've been on. <laughs> I don't usually get fed. This you is fun. been on a lot of podcasts? Uh, I think this will be my sixth. Uh, oh, nice. But no other podcast has given well, me tacos. So you guys are winning. You're winning hard. I'm a podcast version. This is my first one. How's it going go. so far? You're doing great. A very enjoyable experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This stuff's really good. I'm not going to say it because I cannot pronounce it, but it's really good. <laughs> the Mazatlan. Mazatlan. I'll, Dave likes the Mazatlan. I'll, I'll narrate for Dave. All right, guys. Here on the show, we give her a rating scale of one to five golden tacos. Hmm. <laughs> what would you say you would give the tacos here at the Lucky Taco? I mean, I, I'm a fat kid at heart, so it's not hard to win me over. I, I, really, I really am. Um, this, was, this was very satisfying, so I'd give it a five. 
Yeah, I'd say five golden tacos. I don't know how hard you guys are. You're probably a little tougher on the grading scale since we, you kind of do tacos. We try to reserve the five yeah. because we have to rate everybody. I mean, should I say four I'm, and a half? So no, I seem I'm less biased. Let's say four point uh, seven, four point eight. Yeah. I think given how the taste of the chorizo, I would definitely say five on that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other taco I had, the carne asada taco. Eh, I'd say like three and a half, four, something mm. like that. Yeah. Cloth napkins. That's a point point like a, a like a I great had to add some point oh five to it to give it a little a little dimension. What you would you give what I mean? the napkins here? Like maybe a four point eight Nap- or five. The napkins are amazing. Five. Five yeah, out of five. Napkins are that five. green lime stripe. Boom. Yeah. Five out of five. Lap, the absorption of them, the way they absorb moisture, is just amazing. No, my Calvin. my rating, I think I would say, would be about three point five. Um, because I have had tacos that did come out complete before without having to, uh, to do anything about it uh, <laughs> that were out of this world. Um, Basing that on the whole sauce ep- ep- problem, episode. Yeah. It was episode. definitely an episode. episode yeah. um, it was how, a journey. I it would was call a journey. It, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of heartbreak involved. Um, but we got through it, and I feel better better on the side of well, it. Well, now you know. Next time you come, you'll For know how sure. to do them from but, the but, start. But, but my 3.5 is sticking. However, this other, the one that we cannot name. The Mazatlan? Yeah, that one. Dish is kind of astounding, and it makes me want to explore the rest of the menu. So totally. I, I can only speak about tacos on this show, but if there was a... A Mazatlan show. Um, um, uh, that word Mazatlan show. Mazatlan the town. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then I, feel like, I feel like we would have a winner here. Thank you for sticking to our... No burrito policy here on the show. I will say, is there a no quesadilla policy? Because we uh, have reviewed quesadillas. You but know, their quesadillas here is what I usually get. Really? Too. Oh, they're so good. They have the best. They use that special Mexican crema stuff. Oh, it's amazing. We're yeah. here in the middle of the day, and it's very relaxing. I mean, it's a nice restaurant. It's relaxing. They got the and you can look through the windows and kind of see all the, like, the watch slot the people machines. Losing their money. <laughs> Gobbling up all that money. We're here here eating tacos. They're out there eating money. (laughs) (laughs) They're losing their taco bucks. (laughs) Flying away. Chris, what would you give? uh, I'm I'm inclined to go 4.9 based on the the chorizo taco. It was amazing. Uh, I actually thought the carne asada was fantastic. I, 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 uh, I think when someone can present you with a taco... With almost no toppings on it, and it tastes amazing. True. Just the meat, the way it was seasoned. I think I like my marks. meat a little more shredded. Sure. Yes, I think that's what was. Kind yeah, of and the chorizo was nice because it was sort of a more, a, a more shredded. Yeah. I, I do want to say, um, I waited tables for a, a great majority of my young life. Um, and Thomas, I believe, is that our waiter's name? He is great. He is outstanding. He? And I think the mark of, a, I think, a, a great we're talking uh, about waiter you, is, yeah, we're talking about you, <laughs> yes. is somebody who is, like, all, ever-present, but yeah. um, also sort of not really noticed. And in, 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 like, in a good way. I don't mean to say that in a condescending way. Like He's we've here always, right now. Thomas, do you want to? We just were, say, wanted say to say hello. thank you for your hello. help today. You're welcome. And hello. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. He's been great. If you no, come, Thomas. Has been really Thomas. Good. <laughs> he has mastered the art of, 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 uh, oh, yeah. of client service, so I appreciate that. He's great. See, he just asked me if I want another margarita. He's amazing. Well, that's oh. the number you know, one thing they tell you when, you when you're waiting tables. They say you always make sure that they have drinks. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. No one should ever have a drink no. empty ever Can when I you're eating. Say, so he does a great job there. Maybe. I got a question for the table. I'm a big margarita snob, right? Yeah. And there's definitely margaritas I do not like and there's margaritas I love. What do you think of the margarita? I love the mar- my. I had the house margarita. You had the signature, right? Yeah, I had the fancy one. Yeah, yeah. I had the house, which to me... 
did its job, and it was very tasty and very good. It wasn't did, like did I it, did it do its job. It did, it did its job. It wasn't like I had to take two drinks and get just that little buzz before I could stand the rest. I like loved every every sip I took. So that's always a plus. I didn't right? have one, Chris. Did you have a D mag? Your I had a, I had an S mag, a single margarita. It was. It was great. How like, was that Bloody Mary you had? The, Blo- the Bloody Maria was oh, great. Maria? Yeah, it's a Bloody Maria, Maria with... Uh, Bloody Maria. Maria has uh, tequila yeah. instead of yes. um, right, right. A vodka. No, um, all the drinks here... I've actually had Bloody Marys and margaritas that are just so tart that they're almost... Yeah. You can't drink them. Yeah, or right. syrup. Or that's acidic. the worst. The yeah. syrup. The yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, or the yeah, margaritas that, that taste like candy. That I can't do. I can't do it. Uh, this was a nice blend of... It had, a, it had a candy taste, but it was subtle enough to where... It wasn't overbearing. So I, I'd say great job. I like the way on, they did the, the salt, overall. too. If you're a salt lover, but you don't like that overabundance of salt, they did right. a very good job. Yeah, it wasn't like the kosher the the, pun, the kosher salt can sometimes get a little yes. too much. Right. And this, the salt was uh, well done. Did, did we have a uh, consensus on, on the beans? I, did, I didn't I don't have know a if chance anybody to try this. I, mean, I had this, like, bean soup. Yeah, that. I didn't get That's a chance beans. to have that. It was good. I liked it. There's a big bowl of it right in the center. Oh, I'll yeah. pass this over Just to you. drink it. I thought it was great. I'm not going to drink yeah. it, but I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> drink it. So the, the, the street tacos come with a side of beans and rice, and that's the family-style bowls that are here on the table now. I like how it's not like a refried bean. It's a bean soup that's very out of the ordinary, which I thought was really cool. I feel like that's a step up. Like that's, that's a little a, dimension to yeah. the classic just refried smash-up beans on the plate, right? Yeah, there's a lot of beans. I mean, I love table. beans, so, you know. I think, I'm think i thinking about possibly rebranding the bo- the podcast into just a bean podcast. Just a bean podcast. You think podcast? that would be as popular? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe beans are the, one of those things. <laughs> for the older demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something to think of down the road. <laughs> I think my final review would be a 4.6 out of 5 golden tacos. Very delicious. Every taco I had, especially that chorizo, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love to come back and try the fish tacos sometimes, the beans. Let me, let me try these beans, since that's p- mostly what the show's going to be from here on out about beans. We're all waiting. <laughs> We're holding our breath. Mm. Whoa, those are great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I can see myself eating a It's going to mix. It's like, what is it? Beans and some tomatoes and um, some diced peppers yeah. there. Yeah, it's really good. So we really like the tacos here, but there are some people that have had some bad taco experiences. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews Red. In a funny voice. Do you guys want to read some of these for us? Sure. All right. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. I'm giving you these bad reviews. You guys have to come up with a funny voice. Oh, this is going to be bad. Who, okay. wants to go, <laughs> who wants to go first? Okay, here we go. Calvin, go first. Just say the name of the person and then read the review. This is Chloe G. The one word that comes to mind is Bland. Overall, just really disappointed with our entire experience here. They have a salsa bar to give guests a variety of salsas, but they aren't a lot of flavor profiles. Our queso was supposed to have a chorizo, but it contained bacon only. My food was not good at all. I had enchiladas that didn't even, didn't even finish them. Gary stated the best part of his dish was the avocado, but the champagne sauce on it was really just a cheese sauce that overpowered everything. I also had ordered a tortilla soup that had no spice or flavor. It was broth with chips. We were very disappointed. <laughs> Giving it two stars because of the service. Two stars. Wow. Theo, are Who's you this doing? Gary she's talking about? Oh. All right, let's, let's hear this oh. one about Theo. Yeah. Right. 
Mike B says, I'm not a fan. Overall, I'm disappointed with this restaurant. In my opinion, the corn tortillas are not very good. And it seems you cannot substitute them for flour on many dishes. I miss crazy olives. And I miss the food offerings. The salsa bar is a great idea, but I find the restaurant to be fair and not that great. Also, it seems, my good folks, that the staff needs more training and help. The service is fair. Three stars. Are you an old, wow. are you an old hey. man from the wild? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but it was something. It was, there we go. It was George Clooney. It was a young George Clooney. Kentucky Colonel. There it was. It was the... Were you That's what... He still gave Kentucky three stars. Foghorn Leghorn goes to the taco joint. All right, April. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. you. My name is Christina T. Says. I want to feel lucky when I'm in a casino. And I thought the Lucky Taco would make me feel lucky. A place that prides itself on being an authentic Mexican restaurant with an extensive salsa bar sounds like a big jackpot, but it was not. As with being in the casino, the house always wins, so I did not feel so lucky after my meal. I, I do not agree with this woman. I, I do stars, not agree. How many stars she gave She did not even give a star. Zero stars. And I, she yeah. was stars. trying to do all these like casino and gambling yeah. words. Uh-huh. Yeah. She. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for reading those bad reviews. I'd like to propose an offering to you guys. It's like a thank you because this was above and beyond, man. The drinks, the tacos. So I would love to, and I got very two very talented artists here, right? So my here's my deal. Here's my deal. I am your dancer. <laughs> so here's my deal. If April will agree to do an interpretive dance to tacos that either of you can narrate, and Calvin agree to on the spot sing a song about tacos, then I would love to invite you both out to come to one of our farm sites and we will cook you a taco meal with all Ooh, farm fresh ingredients. Love that's that. Cool. So that's what that's what I could put on the table, right? We will do a whole taco offering if if April does an interpretive dance okay, and Calvin sings can't a song about tacos. Can we uh, do the show live? From that sounds the, like an episode of the we show. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Does it bring guests? Is this, 2.0, is this the, night, yeah, like, the this next is chapter? Yeah, 2.0. I love that. Just to recap the review portion of the show, the Lucky Taco located inside the Argosy Casino in Riverside. If you're gambling at the Argosy and you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on in the Lucky Taco and you won't be disappointed unless you are... Those three people. Chloe. Chloe. (laughs) Christina. And Mike. Mike. (laughs) We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here. Or Sasquatch, if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, (laughs) I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Just don't call me skunk ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, 
It's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is the last part of the show. This is Taco Topics. This is where I get your guys' in-depth taco feelings. And please feel free to bear your taco soul to us here on the show. You guys ready to do Taco Topics? Absolutely. Question one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Variety. Intact. Bold flavor and crunchiness. I like spicy and crunchy all the way. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I'm a softie. I just said crunchy, but I actually like soft. Oh, no. I like it hard. Hard shell. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that inappropriate. Do you like it moist? (laughs) I love it moist. Moist and soft. Moist and hard. With lots of filling. Hot or mild salsa or maybe just a little bit of a lime on there? Hot with lime. Uh, In between. I don't know. It depends. Like it, it just depends. It depends. depends on the place. Depends it depends on, on the way they present yeah. me. It doesn't we'll have to be, you know, I'm open. You got some of the hot salsa at the salsa bar, right? It was not very hot. Really? <laughs> the four, I, the four I agree with Christina. It was allegedly hot, but it was not hot. <laughs> it was Midwest hot. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not eating tacos, what is the one thing you're eating most of the time besides tacos? I, I personally love all Asian food. Um, so any kind of stir fries, stew, soup. That kind of stuff I'm really into. I, I mean, I, it's it's maybe it's the the Midwest farm background, but I'm really steak and potatoes. I really like Americana, like you know, good country cooking. Do you think maybe you could write a book called Country Cooking and it's country. like you? <laughs> it's you it's and just fat and shirtless yeah. with yeah. like a steak on yeah. the fork. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite Elton John album. Country Cooking. Country Cooking. It's a good one. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Oh yeah, there is a lot of there are a lot of taco joints here that I think are really make a name for themselves. Definitely. Yeah, I think that that what would make a taco town would be some place that has a lot of different kinds of personalities, and that the, the the people who display these different personalities get to be successful and experimental and still have a following. Um, and so I would say that this town is, supports their taco future. And this is a town of diversity. We got a lot of different groups all melding and working together and flowing together. So you end up with a lot of interesting everything, because that, including yeah. tacos. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Yes. I had uh, some very, very late night tacos. And it was a fish taco, but they still had the tails on them. And so it was like a bread. I'm not kidding. Where was and this? I, I'm not kidding. It was, uh, what's the place on um, Main Street? And it's a drive through and it has like the guy in the ponchos. ponchos. It was a poncho taco. And I have never, wow. ponchos had never done that to me before. It was like a total weird move on their part. Did you throw mm. the tacos out the window? I, I think I fed them to my dog, Bruce. Mm. He's, he liked them. He, he enjoyed the fish taco the with only, the tail. The only tacos I've turned out are Taco Bell tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that you will never eat if it's on a taco or something that turns you off from a taco? Hmm. Probably a lot of things I, mean, I wouldn't eat on a taco. Right? Like it's food? Like, or just you know. the style, or if something was on it, you just are not loving it. Oyster taco. I probably oyster. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, I bet you could oh. turn an oyster taco Put that in my mouth. Good. Really? Oh, yeah. man, I yeah. like oysters, and I like tacos, yeah. but I don't know if those worlds are meant to collide. I don't know. I think if the right chef could do something with that. Yeah. Oyster should tacos? We, Selena? we should challenge somebody. A, that sounds sad. <laughs> <laughs> I I've love had, oysters. So I've, yeah. had, um, I've had uh, a wonton taco. Ooh. From, I don't remember where it was from, but it was a, it was a like uh, East Meets West fusion with a wonton wrapper cool. in the shape of a taco. Um, How was it? It was delicious. Yeah. 
I think I think as long as as long as you respect the art form of the of the single bite, right? I think is really you're gonna be on the right track. I really think yeah. you should try anything. Like if someone is creative enough to come up with something and put it together, it's worth a try. Just to say, hmm, never had that before, but it could work. This is the speed round. First thing that pops into your head. These are yay or nay questions. We're getting in. These We're are taco close. styles. Taco pizza, yay or nay? Nay. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. Yeah. Nah. Taco burgers. No, yeah. maybe. Taco dogs. What? How does, that, how does that work? Is that it's a like, hot dog? Oh, it's hot like dog a chili dog. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A yeah. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Sure. Why not? Sure. Yeah, that sounds fun. Choco tacos. Nah. Yay. 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 Nah. Yay. That could work. Yeah. yeah. Tacos with the shell made out of a fried chicken breast from Taco Ew. Bell. Nay. No. Nay. Is that real? Yeah. That's a real thing. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Nay. yeah it's maybe. good. Nay, nay, nay. Oh, yeah. I don't like fried chicken like that much. Okay. Kind of that meat on meat. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell. It's a bre- <laughs> no. breakfast taco. Yeah, yay, yay. I don't know about that. Stay away from my eggs, Taco Bell. I don't think they'd be real eggs. Stay <laughs> away from my eggs, Taco Bell. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese. Yay. Yeah, maybe. Nay. Maybe. Not served, but if it came in two separate plates, I would put them together on my plate, but not served. Are the French fries in the taco? Yes. Or are they on the Could side? Be. Could be. Might be. I don't really like French Your fries choice. that much. Mm. I'm going to go nay. I'm with Calvin. Cool. That's the end of the speed round. A couple more questions. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that gets you really fired up to Narcos. eat those tacos. <laughs> what did you say? Migos Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Migos. Oh, man. I think the last song I listened to while I was about to go get tacos, and I remember this, was You and Me, Baby Ain't Nothing But Mammals When We Do It Like They Do on the oh, Discovery yeah. Channel. I don't think it had anything to do with tacos, no. but I did get kind of weirdly psyched about hearing you it. You want to hear Bloodhound what, Gang, right? You want to yeah, hear Bloodhound what I was gang. listening to on the way here? Sure. I was listening to Kodak Black Tunnel Vision. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Probably your podcast. That's Thank you. That's good awesome. answer. That is the, that's the <laughs> second <laughs> yeah. show in a row that somebody said that. Thank but, you. Um, I, I don't really listen to music. so Okay. This is the part of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me like lovers do. Do you have a taco-related question? If you want to put your heads together, do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? How, how far does your love of tacos go? Is there ever what is there a non-taco scenario? A <laughs> what is the most extreme thing you would do for a taco? We did a news story earlier this year on the future space station. It's going to be sponsored by Taco Bell. No, seriously, man, Taco Bell is going to put it up more money to, than I like, thought. Sponsorship opportunities, and you know that's going to be a Taco Bell space station. No, wait, yeah, hold crazy. on. So is it going to be space-style tacos, like space ice cream? Like, is everything going to be dehydrated and put in a package, and you slurp it up? And it's with the, Maybe like, there'll be those tiny tacos. Taquitos. <laughs> it'll be the downfall of the space station, because like the, the, they'll insist it'll be real tacos, and the shit will get all up in <laughs> the space station. Everywhere. Yeah, they're going to have to create all new ways to make tacos, because you can't have the taco, the ingredients flowing, floating out of the top exactly. of the show. So here's another question. What actually constitute as a taco? Constitutes as a taco? Is it the shape? Is it the? Tell me about that. I think that. it's the shape. It's the shape of the shell. Some people say, "Is a hot dog a taco?" No. Mm. no. Hot dog's not a taco. Some people say that. Some, Some people, people do. We've had that, that conversation. I've had people. Show, we've yeah. had people belligerently yell at us. I think it's the shell. I really do. I think it's the shape of the shell. 
So I think there's one more question you haven't answered is what's the most extreme thing you would do yes. for a taco? I'm very I like that question. About that. I think I would I think I might hitchhike or travel. That's for a taco. That's the most extreme thing. You would hitchhike for a Whoa, taco. what do you want him to say? I'd kill somebody for a taco? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, um, Is that what I you mean, were yes. trying to get me to say? Would, would you buy a plane ticket to have the best no, kind of let's taco? Let's rephrase oh, yeah. that question. Yeah, what, what is the most extreme thing? Well, I did kill somebody one time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not supposed to talk about that But your husband anymore. buried him, so we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there any experience you think would not be improved with a taco? Uh, gosh, no. Um... Like a shower taco? Wet tacos in no, the shower. It's like a shower beer. You don't get the water on it, you know? Oh, I always, you gotta eat it above I always the have the water go into the beer, and then I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> stay hydrated. That's good. That's good. Way to stay hydrated. A, um, a bedroom taco? You know, I've had that. I've been asked that before. I've, I have probably eaten tacos in bed before, yeah, for sure. Somebody asked me if I've eaten a taco naked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Reemerges from the blanket and the taco's on the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are all great questions, guys. Mm-hmm. You've really got me thinking about... Do what we can. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for Thank talking tacos with me. Thanks for having these... This, these taco time. Delicious tacos. <laughs> Do you guys want to uh, promote... Is it Savor the... Sorry. Savor the Sound. Savor the Sound. Yeah, yeah. Savor Please the sound come to Savor the Sound on January the 5th. There'll be myself, Calvin Arsenio, working with pairing sounds to the delicious tastes of... Of Selena Teo in support of Cornerstones of Care with the Healthy Living Program. And then with the, the video works of John Baker and a lot of other amazing folks. So go to savorthesound.com for more information and to buy tickets. April, do you have anything you want to promote? We are just working on a, like I said, a music and art event in June 2019, and it's still being created, but look forward to it and watch Will there for more be material. Tacos at this event. We could totally have tacos at this event, yes. I am totally down for tacos. It's a music art taco event. And we should point out that April's been a, you know, I was showing my appreciation for these gentlemen earlier, but April has been a huge supporter of uh, Riverside and the Northland. And we've gotten, Sun Eaters have had several opportunities to play. I love uh, the Sun Eaters, yeah. uh, Up north here, thanks to April. And also our video that we shot at Mike's house the other day was, I think, 20% staffed oh. by April bringing in <laughs> celebrities to the video. So I have not, um, that was a lot of fun. It we appreciate really all the support yeah. that you do for the arts and yes. for the community. Yeah. It's fantastic. Thank appreciate you. It. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for joining us today. And thanks for talking tacos with us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or give us a taco tip, please send us a message to our email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to the Argosy Casino and everyone at the Lucky Taco for having us out today. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go go eat some tacos. tacos. Taco the Town.